Cause you got me feeling like this Oh why, 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 why I love it while grabbing the rhythm your hips That's right, 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 right Rhythm is a dancer I need a companion Girl, I guess that must be you You guys know this song? Mm-hmm I mean, I don't mean the original that is being sampled But the song itself? Chris Brown No, Jeremiah Oh, and the reason why, the reason why I'm playing this is because uh, Jeremiah's really fucked up right now what? in the hospital with COVID-19. Oh. Yeah. Really? He's uh, in the ICU apparently on a ventilator. Guy's 33 years old. Man, it's like one of those cases where you just see young people get hit hard for whatever reason it is that some people get hit hard. That and sucks. TMZ's reporting that he's on a ventilator. His people are just saying that, you know, he's been hospitalized with COVID-19. You look at the guy. He's not like this big, giant, fat guy or whatever. You know, people always like to say, oh, well, he's 33. There must be something else that's wrong. Yeah, you know? yeah, But yeah. every now and then, every now and then, somebody just gets hit extra yeah. hard, especially young people. And that's the stuff that young people have to remember when they're out and, like, not giving a single fuck about... <laughs> COVID-19, um, people are like, all, all the different celebrities that know him well are asking for, uh, you know, prayers. Chance the Rapper uh, tweeted out, please, if you can take a second to pray for my friend Jeremiah, he's like a brother to me, and uh, he's ill right now, I believe in the healing power of Jesus. So if you can for me, please, please, please say wow. a prayer for him. He's really sick, eh? That's oh, yeah, scary. Yeah, yeah, really like hit hard. Uh, Tony Braxton. Mm. Uh, what was her? What was her big song? Oh, oh God. break my heart. Is that what it was? Um, Tony. Break my heart. Tony Braxton had a lot of hits. Yeah. a lot of hits. Uh, she I, tweeted out keeping Jeremiah in my prayers. Uh, you got Trey songs. Jeremiah, we love you and are praying for you. All kinds of people. One are. of my favorite sexy songs from Jeremiah is um, <laughs> "All the Time." You know, that's one that's one we could only play on the podcast. Oh yeah, I'll play a little of that for oh, you. Oh my if you god, Bundus, you know this song. Let's see. Legs up, toes down. What she jock me, cause she knocked me, and we got treats. So maybe go around. Gotta know I ate it. She's so sweet now and later. I'm on that all the time. Does it get racy? This part is the chorus. What's so bad about it? Well, it's the chorus right here. Yeah, but every. <laughs> You're not playing the explicit version. No, this is the uh, explicit version. Oh, really? Yeah. Sexy, right? Yeah, that's a cool song, actually. It's one of his. It's not as in his top five. Pussy for breakfast. Oh, here you go. Stop my day. <laughs> I get it. I get it's it. written all over her uh, face. I put my tongue in the mouth. Yeah, I yeah. You know what, Wayne? <laughs> now, do you? What do you do when you have like a four-year-old daughter? And I, I know you and your husband just play this kind of music all the time in your place. Yeah. And when you start hearing, it's like pussy for breakfast. It's how I start my day. Do you? Is there going to come a time where you're going to be like, we can't listen to this. I don't know. Are we going to turn this off? Getting to the point now where she's like singing lyrics of songs and I'm like, oh, like she's really yeah. into um, the Folsom Prison Blues, uh, Johnny Cash. 
Uh, and she sings that part with like I shot a man in Rio just to watch him Reno, die. Reno, Reno yeah. just to watch him die. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a little dark. <laughs> yeah. Just to watch him die. I never used to get too wrapped up with my kids listening to uh, explicit versions of songs. As long as it wasn't, you know, like that, I may not have played. But if there was like F-bombs and stuff, mm-hmm. I would tell my kids it's like their art. It's art. It's okay because it's art. And that's why we can listen to it, but you can't say it. You right. know, because when you say it, you're not doing it in an artistic way. Oh, that's a good, that's a creative but parenting tip. I don't recall, like, I, 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 that probably was when they started getting into hit music, which was probably around, what, nine years old, ten years old? It wasn't when they were four. Mm-hmm. When they were four, they would listen to all kinds of garbage. Yeah. It's just know. the sexually explicit hip-hop. You know, hip-hop really goes yeah. there. Does it ever? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it makes it hard, that's for sure. I don't know what I'm going to do. You want to hear the most uh, streamed Jeremiah song? Sure. I don't even know it. It's called We, as in like French, O-U-I there. Okay. Or maybe it's not We, maybe it's O-I. Nice vibe to this. And I don't even think this one is explicit. I think that one's safe. Interesting. And it's the most played one. Does he know or do his, does, he, does his circle know how he got COVID? Like, have they traced it back yet? I think it's all too new to know exactly what's going on. Oh, other than the fact that he was, uh, you know, admitted to the hospital and now allegedly on a ventilator in the ICU. 33 years old. Yeah. Uh, I did see something, actually, in when we were kind of like collecting articles for the show, um, that there is like a new study that uh, managed a breakthrough so they could try and figure out the reason why coronavirus affects some people so much worse than others. Mm-hmm. You know, we know two people within like our workplace that yep. got it. One person like had all the severe breathing issues, even though they're in their 30s. Mm-hmm. The other guy felt like he was jet lagged. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. Two people, I, same exact age, same physical shape. Mm-hmm. In terms of underlying issues, both the same. Yep. One person just got hammered the other guy it was like no big deal mm-hmm. uh, they think it's uh has something to do with certain antibodies that people have and it affects their body's defense so apparently this new discovery and is going to help them develop special treatments to hopefully curb the effects on the people that it's hurting more okay you know what i mean which is kind of what we'd all hoped for, right? Over the last, like, you know, when we talked about things in April, mm-hmm. it was, well, vaccine one day, also develop treatments that ensure that the people who do get it have a much easier time recovering. Yeah. And as we could see with Trump, is that they are on the verge of having some really good treatments, just not available to the general to public To everyone. Yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Honestly, I can't wait for it to be done. And I do feel like we're getting closer to that finish line. I don't want to celebrate yet, but, like, I I feel like with the 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 vaccines that are coming and then hopefully by spring we're closer to that vaccination and then we can be outside again and at least businesses can operate somehow outside with patios and Mm -hmm. you know i'll tell you one of the things that i'm uh, doing now or i'm planning on doing is that that? like my kids were doing a christmas list kind of thing stuff Mm -hmm. they want for christmas Mm -hmm. 
And so when we decide, my wife and I, what we're going to actually buy from that list, because it's ridiculously long, you know, of course, <laughs> uh, is that I'm going to try my best to anything that I can buy at a local business, yeah. I'll do that. Oh. Like if it's if it's a toy or something that I can find at Treasure Island versus ordering it from Amazon, yeah. I'll, I'll take the time to go there and get it, you mm-hmm. know, assuming retail stays open. Yeah. Um, That's a great idea. Just, you know, Amazon, as convenient as it is, and there's people like Bundes who've used it once in his life. Mm-hmm. Have you, you used it once, right? Just once. Yeah. Just once, yeah. But, um, you know, they don't need any more money right now. So mm-hmm. if I can buy it from a retailer that's more local, then I'll do that. Yeah, good possible. for you. Good for you. So we'll see how many items there are on that list. But Yeah. You know, I'm really noticing, especially in bars and restaurants, that th- there is something happening. And, like, when this is over... It's going to be like a whole new playing field for bars and restaurants because a lot of them are starting to close now. Like, I don't know if you've noticed in your neighborhood, but in my neighborhood, all of a sudden, like within the last week, you're seeing more signs in the window saying, you know what? We're closing until we can figure this out. I walked by uh, St. Louis Bar and Grill or whatever, the Wings place? Yeah. Danforth? Yeah, yeah. Closed? Closed. I I don't even know when that happened, but it's empty. Yeah. Inside. And I was like, holy crap, this is like kind of a chain place. Yeah. And and they shut her down. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, you're right. You you start looking around and you start noticing that um, it's going to be really tough. And so that's another thing, actually, I think is smart to do is that if you're still lucky enough to be collecting a paycheck and working is you spend a little bit more. Like normally we uh, order in once a week. Mm -hmm. We should up that to twice a week. Yeah. You know, just to like... We're lucky we're getting paid yeah. uh, for the time being, yes. whatever. So we might as well try and uh, send it around, spread it around. What would be really cool, too, is if when you buy your alcohol, like if you're buying beer or wine, if you do it from like a restaurant that's doing takeout. Oh, forget it. I'm not doing that. <laughs> that <laughs> no, really that's a great, does, it's a good idea. That yeah. really does help. Because the, uh, let's be honest, the LCBO and the beer store have only made massive massive profits during this time where yeah. we've clearly needed them as an essential service so if you want to keep your local your favorite local restaurant in business but maybe you don't really want to order out twice a week just buying your bottles from them would be huge mm-hmm. huge and even if it if it's what if even if what you're buying comes from a chain store mm-hmm. let's say if not alcohol related Let's say you got to go buy like pet food or something. Okay. And you could order it through Amazon and have it delivered. Even going to a chain store that employs people is helpful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a bit more of a pain and uh, you may not save any money doing that, but Mm -hmm. at least, uh, you know, you help out a particular location of a, you know, it could be a franchise location of something. Yeah. Oh, what else is going on? Oh, the erectile dysfunction conversation this morning on the show I thought was pretty interesting. Were you guys uncomfortable at all with it? Because I saw the article last night before the show, and I'm like, ah, you know, I skipped over it at first. I'm like, oh, that's probably too much to talk about on the show. And then I thought, well, wait a second. It says in this article that 40% of young men have dealt with some sort of erectile dysfunction. And certainly in my own experiences, sexual experiences, it comes up sometimes. Well, yeah, probably all the time with you. Oh! <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> probably, probably so frequently you can't even keep track. It does happen. Probably 40% of the time. I would say... <laughs> no. I would say a lot of times you can pretty easily pinpoint it to alcohol being an issue. Yeah. Alcohol, like, increases your desire, 
but lowers that function, right? I don't think it's that embarrassing to talk about, though. I think I most guys. I mean, if it happens all the time, maybe you'd be a little more skittish about bringing it up. But I can't. I don't know a person who hasn't had like one of those nights where mm. things are just you get in your head and it gets all screwed up. But you can you can reset, can't you? Like oftentimes, if it's ever happened to me, I've been like, first of all, totally understandable. I don't want to be like, what's happened. You know what? You can reset, but yeah, you need a bit of time sometimes. Yeah. Because when you get in your head, you're going to stay in your head for a little bit. It's like a trip that it doesn't necessarily... Like, yeah, I think if you... There's things you can do to mitigate... The reset the, button. The reset button. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, Bundes obviously has a lot more experience with this than me. So. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not I, just from, like, frequency, I mean. Uh, just because you've been single a lot longer. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, I, I've had experiences where it just doesn't want to work. Mm-hmm. Um, those for me tend to be, yes, alcohol related or I'm just like not in the mood. Yeah. And generally speaking, when I'm not in the mood, it tends to be with a partner that I've had sex with multiple times. Mm-hmm. If it's a new partner, I'm always in the mood. <laughs> so I would have more, I'd have this issue more likely if I was with a new partner. The, uh, the number one way it's come up with me in my life is that it's not alcohol based. Mm-hmm. It's strictly like new partner. Um getting in my head performance anxiety. And, and then starting to like uh usually involved putting on a condom and that process being fucked up somehow. Like I start unrolling it the wrong way and then you're fumbling and then you try the other way and then it's not working. Then you had it the right way the first time, but you just like somehow <laughs> it wasn't unrolling and then you get it and then all of a sudden you start thinking, oh my God, I better not lose my erection. Oh no, this is going to suck. And then as soon as you have that thought in your head, you're it's finished. Gone. It's like you might as well be like, I'm out of here. Bye. And, and then, so then when it's in your head and then you start losing your like bone. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, yeah, you can reset, but you just got to get, uh, oh my God. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. I know. And I'll tell you something. You start something. sweating. It's like a cold sweat feeling you get too when that happens. I've never experienced that. That feeling of like being in my head and afraid to perform mm. and then losing an erection because of that. Only because of like drugs or alcohol. Substance and, abuse. Yeah. And then like, you know, you're trying. I've gotten my head in that case where like I've been drinking too much and then I'm with someone and it doesn't want to work. And then I go like, oh, shit. <laughs> and then it doesn't work at all because then I got in my head. But right. I've never yeah. been like anxious. Mm. Um, and that be the, the deciding factor that it killed my my erection. Yeah. What are you anxious about? Like, well, no, it's not. It's just well, ang- usually it stems from uh, just being worried about losing your erection. Mm-hmm. As soon as that thought process, it becomes uh, self fulfilling pr- prophecy or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah. As soon as that comes into your head, yeah, Plus, it's like, oh my god, I better not go like limp here because then I'm never going to recover. And then you start <laughs> going, I better not go limp. It's going limp. It's, oh no, I can't. You know, it's kind of like if you're on a cliff. Yeah, and you're rock climbing or something. You don't, don't want to be. Down. You don't want to be looking over the edge, going, "Oh man, I better not fall from here because I'm going to be a goner if I do." Right. And then, like, all of a sudden, your legs self- shaking yeah. and you lose your confidence and yeah, 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 forget yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, and then yeah, it's tough being on the other side of it. Let me tell you, because when you see someone struggling with it, you feel for them. And I've even had one guy tell me it was my fault. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I told you this. 
Oh, said uh, my hips are a bit wide apart, or th- I am set a bit wide. Wait a second. Oh I, yeah, I don't remember entirely yes. hearing this story. So someone told you the reason why they lost their boner was mm-hmm. because your hips were too widely set. Mm-hmm. <sighs> That's like the craziest excuse I've That's ever insane. heard in my life. Insane. That guy's I just, fucked up. That guy's such a love, narcissist. I love, love, love both of your reactions right now. I just love it. And I wish you could have taken the 24-year-old Mora that was told that and just said, Mora, get out now. Get out. Walk away. But was this... um, I'm not giving names. But I know this person, eh? I'm not giving names. Yeah, I know who it is. I'm not giving any names. But anyways... That is, honestly, that is the the, just like the douchiest move ever. You know what I would say too as somebody, so I remember dating another guy who definitely had some issues with it. It was 100% alcohol related. Like I would be your best resource to ask because I've been around uh, some other penises. You know what I mean? If you let, if you trust your partner, you can be like, wow, does this happen a lot or is this normal? You know what I mean though? Yeah. Like if some, if you can ask if your partner like, well, does this seem normal to you? You've had sex with some other men. Is this normal or not? You know? That's also a great way to kill a boner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ask the girl you're yeah. about to sleep with how many other penises she's been around. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> how many limp penises she's been around. Boner yeah, gone. Right. That, that conversation's not happening in that moment. I, don't, crazy. I, know, I know it's not happening in that moment, but just yeah. like if you have a relationship with somebody and if this is coming up a lot. You could find a way to talk about it with your partner being like, oh, have you seen this before? Is this normal or is this not normal on a scale of, uh, you know, on the scale of the men that you've been with? You know what? It would have to happen a lot for that conversation to happen, I think. Yeah. And I would would say. It would have to be, you know, it happening when you weren't wasted, you know, and you weren't like. 100%. And this person was not wasted. So this person definitely was struggling with something where I think they would need to maybe ask their doctor. Whereas I've had another boyfriend who definitely had alcohol-related issues and he probably should have cut back on the booze. You know what I mean? It's funny because I have had sex, not with a lot of people, but with a few, and I feel like I can provide a little bit of insight from what I've seen for erectile issues. You should get clinical (laughs) in that situation. Yeah, I I would say for me, 95% of it was condom-related. Sure, and you Either, see and, that and, a and lot And not just too. putting it on, but also not feeling, like losing feeling where you're just like, I could be... The smell of the condom too, that latex, like there's not, it, it lacks a bit of sexiness, you know? Sure. I mean, super important to have, but I'll I tell know. you what's great when you're like married and you've had a vasectomy <laughs> and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Yeah, clearly. I can't, I cannot remember the last time that happened to me. My problem would, it would be more like not being able to... It's going too long. You know what I mean? Mm. And then I start getting in my head like, oh, now I'm never going to be able to be finished here. <laughs> and now, but I can still do it. But now I'm worried I'm hurting you. Mm-hmm. That you're going to get sore. You're not going to be uncomfortable. It's right. not fun anymore. Yeah, and then you're I, done. Yeah. So I'll shut it down that way. Yeah. But it's, it's I would say almost never happens now that I'm like not, not able to perform Not at ready the beginning. to go. Yeah. It's got to be a. It's got to be a, a worry. I would assume. Like, I thought I'm tempted to try one of those like uh, pills. My wife would hate it though. She oh, would hate it. Like a Viagra. Yeah, or a Cialis or one of those pills. Yeah. Yeah, you, you better be prepared for a long night. Ahead I know, of you. I know, and that's why I'm like, my wife would hate it. Yeah, she would be like, not oh be on god. Board with that. Yeah, you guys need to be on vacation. 
no children, <laughs> you have nothing to do, you're snowed into some cabin in the middle of nowhere, yeah. then you can take your Viagra. Yeah. Otherwise, that would be annoying. <laughs> yeah, like you, you might as well get really drunk too. Like, yeah. You know, because it's still going to work if you're popping Cialis. Mm-hmm. That's what our that's what me and my friends used to do when we go to the bars. We'd have like a little pouch of Cialis what? to hand out to each other at the end of the night. Just to make sure everything went according to plan. Holy crap. And would the holder of the Cialis uh, <laughs> need to see some sort of proof that you were going to hook up before he uh, handed a pill over? Yeah, man. And where, where, where <laughs> would they, who would buy this? Like, you guys probably wouldn't qualify at your uh, GP's office. You'd have to buy this on the black market? Yeah, it, you, you can get it, just like any other kind of drug. Yeah, and none of your friends had the uh, permanent boner that needed to be relieved using a syringe? Thankfully, nobody had that problem. Because that can happen when you're taking those pills, when you're not um, in need of them. Yeah. You ask any emergency room doctor and guaranteed they will have a story of a guy who came in who was messing with pills like that, mm. who didn't have a prescription for one and needed to God. have that blood flow removed with the help of a syringe, which I can't imagine how fun that would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And especially if you mix cocaine. I was talking to one ER doc. Actually, I got to get her on. I told her we need to get her on a podcast because yeah. she has some crazy emergency room stories. About people mixing cocaine and everything, uh, everything, mixing anything, (laughs) anything, things found in butts, you know, like the works. Really? Yeah. And uh, she was a little timid about coming on, um, but I told her we could tweak her voice. Yeah. Make her sound like somebody else. Yeah. But that would be fun to have a conversation with somebody who works in an ER. Can we call her Dr. Love? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. By the way, uh, just on the erectile dysfunction conversation, we did talk about how you can experiment to figure out if you do need to go talk to talk to your doctor. And that was through diet and exercise. You know, it always comes back to diet and exercise, having like a healthy Mediterranean diet as opposed to like saturated fats, butter and like pastries and a lot of red meat, having like a well-rounded diet with exercise, they say should really help you with that. And then if not, if you're still having issues, then you should go see your doctor. I just thought how sad if I don't like give the beef of the story to people that oh, might yeah. be listening going oh that's me you know yeah 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 so there you go speaking of uh, healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. you're uh, you haven't been drinking for how long now i mean i know you've God, had, you, you'll I've have lost the odd count. beer i've lost count yeah I've, i i have the odd beer yeah i'm on a real roll right now it's got to be like th- 3 months no 2 months yeah yeah do i look different no no <laughs> i can't tell yeah, I'm like but, at a good weight. You know, I'm not I, I'm not really trying to lose weight, but I would say I'm kind of, I'm always up or down five pounds. I'm at the lower end of the five pounds now, not doing anything other than But the thing that I'm drinking. interested in is how long it took you, because you talk about how great your sleeps are. Mm. So you'll fall asleep, you'll sleep right through the night, you'll mm-hmm. wake up when your alarm goes off. I, which, won't, I used to wake up all the time, like in little spurts throughout the night. Now yeah. I'm sleeping solid like a rock the whole night and waking up just before the alarm goes off. See, I hear that from people. Yeah. When they say they give up drinking or they cut back or they do like the, the sober, tober, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, how long did it, did it take before you started noticing the sleep benefits? Uh, a week. Seriously? That seems too long for you to quit. No, no, it seems short. I would have thought like I've not drank for a week before. I mean, I now- I don't notice it significantly i the best i get is like five or six hours then i wake up and then i can usually fall back asleep but mm-hmm. i'm definitely like alert enough to yeah 
Now, I would say that to see the consistency that I'm seeing now took like a month. But I would start seeing like really good sleeps within a week on and off. And now it's been consistent as long as I'm not dealing with stress or anxiety, which can totally mess with that. But if I'm just like my normal self, but not drinking, I will sleep 100% better. And what does not drinking mean for you? Because I know you do have a little bit of booze. I have like a drink, one drink. A day? Um, I've had three this past week. So three drinks over seven days. Never more than one in one day. Never more than one in one day. That doesn't sound like not drinking to me. That sounds like drinking. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I haven't been drinking and then I'll be like, oh, I'll have a beer. It's Friday. But I'll tell you something I've realized. There's no point in having that beer. I was hoping to feel a little bit of a buzz, you know, that warm hug that alcohol gives you. It doesn't give me that after one. So I'm kind of like, unless I'm going to have two, I'm not going to have any. Yeah. That's the decision I've kind of made now. But are you, you're, you're using other, other forms of uh, re- relaxation stimulants or anything like that? <laughs> Am I smoking marijuana? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm still smoking marijuana. Okay. Yeah. So I guess that's not really... It's not like you're living this clean lifestyle, full cleanse. I no. I mean... You just cut down on your alcohol consumption dramatically. I cut down which is dramatically. Something I got to do. My husband I, too. Cut. We both cut it right down. Matt's probably lost twenty five pounds. I'm drinking a bottle of vodka through. Uh, sorry, bottle of tequila through an entire weekend. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. By the time Sunday rolls around, it's pretty much almost on empty. And how many? How, how many ounces is that bottle? Twenty six. Hmm. So twenty six ounces. I and I. I'd say sometimes there's two ounces left. Let's say twenty four. Okay. I'm probably having eight ounces a day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, yeah. which isn't crazy. Uh-huh. But it, do you are are you like buzzed all day? Are you feeling buzzed, or do you not even feel it? Oh no, I feel it. It feels okay. good. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, That's part of the problem. You know, usually on a weekend, uh, say a Saturday, I might have a little midday. Yeah, I like know. A, a I love one a o'clock, mid-dayer. one o'clock, two o'clock. Yes. Maybe play a little video game or chill. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I, I'll stay away for until about five. Then I'll have another one. Then maybe I stop again making dinner. And then after dinner, have a few more. Mm-hmm. So I, it's not like I get hammered, but I like getting that initial feeling of that warm hug that mm-hmm. alcohol can give me. Yeah, but it lets you down when you go to sleep. Yeah, it totally does. It lets you You're down. Right. There's but no I, warm hug at night. The problem is, is that I pretty much ever since Deb had that emergency surgery thing, I've been drinking. I think there, I, there's maybe been one day where I didn't consume any alcohol at all. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not crushing eight ounces on a weeknight, but I might have three or four sometimes. Is Deb able to drink? Uh, not yet. So I mean, she probably could. It? She probably could, but she. Oh, I don't need people around me to drink. It doesn't bother me if she's not going to drink. It's not going to stop. Yeah, but me. does it bother her watch for her to watch you drink oh, when she can't? Good question. <laughs> did, I mean, did it bother you when Matt would drink when you were uh, pregnant and you couldn't? Uh, sometimes I would be like, "Oh God!" I wouldn't make him not do it in front of me, though. Yeah. No, she hasn't said. Uh, maybe a couple of nights. Or she's like, oh, Must rubbing be it nice. in. Yeah. <laughs> but she's going to be back to being able to consume alcohol in the next week or so. I mean, she had part of her uh, intestine removed. It's crazy. And then reattached. So re- essentially, she's just got to like give her body some time to get readjusted. Right. You know, her digestive system's been a bit of a disaster as it restarted and, you know, she's going through the recovery. But mm-hmm. every day she makes progress. So I think she'll be good. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's crazy that they can do that. Yeah. What if she comes back and she doesn't want to drink anymore? She's good. I mean, I don't need her to drink for me to want to or not. Mm. Yeah. 
perfect. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I know I have a doctor's appointment today, virtual doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. If he starts asking me about how many drinks a week, I know it's. I'm either going to have to lie or get a lecture. <laughs> Seriously, I I wish I had a virtual doctor's appointment because I mean that I can finally be like, yeah, just one drink a week. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got to book one. What are you up to, Bundes, in the last couple of weeks? You've been uh, been trying to cleanse a little bit. Last couple of weeks, I've been good not drinking during the week, but then come the weekend, I crush. Yeah, like, no rules, right? Yeah, I just, I, same as you. I'm drinking a whole bottle on the weekend. Thanks for checking out our daily podcast. Every Monday to Friday, new episodes. And uh, don't forget to subscribe. Yeah. Maybe even leave a review you can, if you can or tell people about it. We always appreciate it. And uh, don't forget about our radio show, Monday to Friday, on Energy 95.3 from 5.30 till 9 a.m. Check it out. Talk to you later. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.